Welcome to Plug Talk with Amber, where I talk about the not-so-sunny side of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Amber, and I'm excited because we have a special guest in the building. Today, we're talking to Princess, and she's here to give us the ugly truth about owning a business. Princess, are you ready to spill the tea? Yes, girl. Hey, everybody. So I'd like to start the interview off by asking who you were before you became a business owner, who are you now, and how did you become a business owner? Okay. Um, Before I became a business owner, I was very, I was content with settling. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate after you graduate. You're just looking for a job. You're looking for a salary that'll give you your insurance, that'll pay the bills, get you an apartment, and get you living a secure life. And, you know, when I first graduated, that was just, that was my goal. Just let me get some security. Let me just do what, you know, I think I should be doing. But all the while, my gut was telling me, like, this was not the path for you. And um, I used to work in news before I decided to shift and do the marketing route and start my own business. And it was just so much unhappiness there. Like, I felt like something was, was missing. There was some type of void. But, you know, there's always that fear. Before you jump off a cliff, you feel that weird feeling in your stomach, like, should I even do this? Can I do this? Am I going to survive? Who's going to catch me? <laughs> and I, I knew what I was doing, the career path I was on, the life I was living was not fulfilling for me, and there was something missing. Um, it was just a matter of getting out of my own head. And so after I became an entrepreneur, after I decided to leap into um, making my business a part of my life, even if it's just a side hustle right now, just making it happen. I felt fearless. It was just like, you, you've seen those video clips of Will Smith and Steve Harvey when they talk about just leap, just jump into your dreams. And I felt like I was just free falling, like went through a lot of crap, but it just felt good to leap and to trust God and believe that there's something in me that the world needs. There's something in me that a community needs to hear that they need to know. Um, And I was just willing to find comfort in being uncomfortable and be willing to take those chances and being willing to to leap and bet on myself. And so I say now, Princess, she loves challenges. She loves new situations. She seeks after things that make her afraid and nervous. For me, if the goal does not make me blink twice, is not the goal. Um, my goal should make me like you know that little meme of that white man like oh wow like (laughs) that's how my goals my goals should make me feel like that and the ones that don't um I see how I can adjust them to to a point where they are challenging me and so um, that's the shift I noticed in myself is just stop being okay with settling and being willing to trust God's plan so tell me more about what you do now like what's your vibe now tell me all about your business Right, right. So my business is Princess of Marketing. I'm a digital marketer and recently started doing some marketing consulting as well. So I help brands, businesses, influencers, creatives um, elevate their brand by helping them with a content strategy, a marketing strategy, helping them figure out who their audience is, what their audience likes to see, how to create content to captivate them. So I really hone in on the content piece of it. And then, of course, there's social media management in there as well. So managing all different types of social media platforms for my clients, um, running Facebook ads, Instagram ads, all those wonderful things we love to talk about. And then, um, but the main thing I really dive deep on is the content creation because that's my gift. That's something I'm very passionate about. 
um, specifically video. And so I really dive deep with my clients on content creation, um, content paralysis, how to get out of, you know, adjust your mindset to feel like, to help you feel like your content matters. Um, and so th those are the main components of my business. And yeah, I'm always just looking for new ways to grow, but that's what it's all about. Yes, speak on it. So <laughs> I know that you said that you went through a lot of crap <laughs> when you Girl, started, started out your business. So, so tell yes. me about um, some of the ugly things that you went through. Oh my gosh, that, it, it, I went through like two months of like, so when I decided to quit doing news, um, I, I went into this sales job. Don't you laugh at me, but I was doing door-to-door -door knocking. I was doing door-to-door -door sales. Sales. So I left news. I left having insurance, a salary <laughs> to go do door to door commission based sales. Because oh I just, God. I just knew, yes, I just knew I was just, I was not happy in news. I was like, I'd rather go off and just try to make something work than wake up every day and just not be happy. So oh yeah, I was like, I'll do it. And I was working like from sun up to like nine o'clock, knocking on doors in different neighborhoods, trying to sell ATT. And so I did that for like less than two months because money wasn't really popping like I needed it to. And I had bills. I don't have any roommates. I live by myself. So I was like, okay, princess, we're trying to be fearless, but we can't be dumb. So I was like, we got to find a different route. So I started looking for marketing jobs here in Augusta. And if you, anyone who knows Augusta knows it's not a huge market. It's not a lot of like metropolitan stuff going on. Mm -hmm. um, they're growing, but it wasn't a lot of whole marketing positions here. But God put this one position in my path and I just applied, long story short, got the job. But before I got that job, I was unemployed. So I left my door-to-door -door sales job with no job. So you know how you do, you know, you secure the bag in another place and you put in your student yeah. notice. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm done here. And I like <laughs> went home to no job and zero dollars in my bank account. And I was just like, Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I was unemployed for about two months. Um, my best friends are helping me pay my rent. Shout out to them. My parents are helping yes. me with gas and to get by and really getting by on a prayer and a whole lot of faith. Um, I lift drove. I some days I would just lift drive just for gas money and groceries. Um, I'm looking for babysitting jobs in the area. And I was just like, Lord, like, I don't know how I'm getting through this, but you're helping me get through this. Cause when I tell you I had no coins and I had like, I had two clients at the time coming in for my business, which was great, but it was like just enough to pay like my car note and car insurance and that's it. And so, <laughs> um, right. I was like, at least I got my car. If anything fails, I can sleep in the parking lot. <laughs> so but I was just like determined to not go back to what was safe. And that's why I say like, your zest and your determination for your goals and your dreams have to be that strong to the point where even security don't mean a damn thing. Like it needs to be that strong to the point where I'm, I'm not going to settle for safe. Like I know it's going to be hard to get to where I want to be, but I'll be damned if I stay where I'm not happy at all. And so that was my mindset. I was like, and sometimes it would cross my mind, like, girl, you know, we used to get them good checks at the station, nice and yeah. secure. But yeah. I was like, I would think about it. I was like, you know what? But I was also depressed. I was unhappy. I would have anxiety just getting up to go to work. And so I was like, that ain't worth a check. Yeah, that's so, not it. Um, right. And so I just, a lot of that, that less than two months, it was just really just me leaning on God and a lot of prayer. And it really helped frame and shape the way my relationship is with God now because God was with me in the pit. I was like, you have shown yourself, Lord, because you was right there with me in the pit. And so anyone who is looking, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, because it's very glamorous. And popular to be an entrepreneur right now but people oh, yeah. don't think about the process oh, if you're not willing else. to be unemployed <laughs> right right if you're not willing to be unemployed if you're not willing to have the door slam in your face if you're not willing to say no to people who aren't willing to pay you your words if you're not willing to 
you know, trial and error is not the lane for you. It needs to be, you need to have a deeper drive inside of you that can stand the test of time. So um, that's just a little snippet of what, you know, it felt like to really leap into my goals. Yes. And a lot of um, aspiring business owners, they think they're just supposed to come on the scene, start making sales. But it takes more than, you know, learning how to sell. You have Mm -hmm. to make some major changes. So how important is the mindset when it comes to owning a business? And what can we do to shift it and remove limiting beliefs? Oh, my gosh. So mindset is like my favorite thing to talk about. Like my top people that I listen to are like Gary Vee, Les Brown, E.T., um, Transformation Church, TDJ, Bishop TDJ. It's like I just love people who talk talk so much about mindset and that relationship with God or whatever. And like it's so paramount because your thoughts, your actions mimic your thoughts. And so whatever you think, whatever you tell yourself all the time is what you're going to do. If you don't feel like you're going to mount to anything, you can't do it, nobody's going to buy from you nobody's going to allow you to even freelance for them or do from pro bono work or no one's going to even give you a chance write your write your recommendation you're going to give off that vibe and nothing's just going to happen for you god but, damn it princess you don't spoke a word listen, I'm, just, I'm just saying because even when i was unemployed amber i was like i'm going to get a job i'm going to get a job i kept listening to gary v i kept reading i kept praying i kept listening to et listening to les brown like it's going to happen for me. It's going to happen for me. I kept working, being faithful to the two clients I did have. I didn't, you know, give them the finger because life wasn't going that great for me. I mm-hmm. still was faithful to that, that too, you know, and that's how God blesses you with more. And so I, the mindset is so important. If you can learn to have control of your mindset and there are going to be moments where you doubt yourself. That's human nature. There are going to be moments where you like, you know, I don't know, but if you stay in that place, that's where it cripples you. You have to snap out of it and start to feed your mind. When the negative stuff starts seeping, you got to overflow it with positive stuff, scriptures, meditation, whatever works for you, reading. You got to do that stuff. And whenever I felt the enemy trying to seep in, like, you know, chick, you can't do this. You're never going to, might as well go back to being a reporter. I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it great. And I'm going to look at you and be like, ah. So I just had to just believe. And so things that I do, to shift my mindset, like I said, I make sure I have the right things coming into my spirit. So I have certain podcasts that I listen to. I've started reading a lot more. Um, this year is one of my goals to read more this year. I try to read every day, um, whether it's an inspirational book, a spiritual book, a business book, feeding my mind. Because the more you can fill up your mind with positive, positive things as opposed to junk and negative thoughts and the wrong type of friends, that's that's the first thing your brain is going to resort to when it's time to go to like fail pit mode when you're in the the gutter when you're in the pit you need to have a backup generator to be like okay we can we can fill you up with the right stuff because you put all the good stuff in storage so now we can provide that to your mind and your spirit when you need it if you ain't got nothing there you know it's not like the apocalypse if you ain't prepared you know you're gonna die right so when you're in the pit in life hypothetically figuratively your spirit needs something to, to have as a backup generator to feed you when you can't really feed yourself. And so I always try to give myself the right kind of content coming into my mind and my body. And then also people, you need to write people in your circle. If your friends are doubting your dreams, if your family's down in your dreams, you can't Come do it. You might as well. You might as well just keep doing what your uncle was doing. Blah, blah, blah. You're just like your daddy, your mama. You know, I have to be like, Mom, I love you, Daddy, I love you, but I'm going to have to distance myself because I'm on a journey. And I, ha- I need the right people in my life who are going to influence me, feed me with positive thoughts, positive yes. words, and support me. 
And so your circle matters. People think, oh, I can be friends with them and it won't affect me. No, It does. Because after even being friends with someone for six months to a year, you start to mimic their behavior. You start to say the same things as them. You start to act like them because you're around them. So you better damn believe you're going to adopt the same mindset too. You guys, are, your, your belief yeah. systems are going to start to, to shift and merge together. And so your circle is very important when it comes to your mindset. You need the right type of friends. And that's why I thank God for the friends I have. Because when I was unemployed, sis wasn't making no money. You know, mm-hmm. sis couldn't really go on the birthday trips. My friends were like, we understand what you're doing. And we're here for you. We're praying for you. You need something. We may not have it all the time, but we're going to do our best to get it together. And I was like, God, like, that's a blessing just to have the right sisters in my circle. And so, (laughs) and also, (laughs) absolutely. And so also another thing I do internally, I say good things to myself. Even when negative thoughts come up, I don't repeat them. I don't feed into them. If if I'm feeling like, girl, it's a tough day, or I don't know if I can do this. I come back at myself with like, chick, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You know, remember, remember when God did this. Remember when you came up out of this. You can do this. Like you can do this, Gabe. You can believe it. If you can dream it, you can do it. I firmly believe if God put a thought to your mind, it can come to fruition. And so you have to also talk nice to yourself. Talk to me nice. Like, yeah, talk to yourself nice. Like say yeah. kind words to yourself. Be gentle with your spirit. Don't look in the mirror and say, you right. I'm never going to be nothing. Or my mama was right. Or my daddy was right. Or my cousin was right. I'm just going to be like them. You keep saying that stuff. It's going to happen. Yeah. And so one thing every now and then I'll get up. I don't do it every morning. But the mornings that I have done this, I did notice a difference in my day. When I get up and do like affirmations for about 20 minutes, I have noticed that it actually shifts the way my day is because even when I run into some bull crap or somebody cut me off in traffic or, you know, a meeting doesn't go too great, that affirmation I said that morning will pop back in my head. Like it will remind me later that day, like you said this this morning, remember who you are, remember that only you can control your space, only you can control your reactions. And so just speaking to yourself kindly, speaking kind words and and impactful words into your life, monitoring your circle, and feeding your mind with the right things. Those are things that really help keep your mindset intact. That was a long answer, but I had to give you all the tea. But I'm about to, <laughs> yes, I'm about to say that was all the tea, you know? <laughs> it is, but it's, it's needed because a lot of times we, and especially because I wrote a blog on this, I didn't drop it yet, but I will. Um, okay. The blog is, you know, how to deal with those negative Nancys in your life. It does not matter mm-hmm. if they have been in your life since you were little. If mm-hmm. it is negative, it, let it go. You know what right. I'm saying? Just, just It needs to be over and done with because like you said, you start thinking about the same thing and you start doing the things that you used to. Like if you spend three, four hours watching Love and Hip Hop, that's what you're going to And that's going to help you, sis. Right. Not. Absolutely. So, you know, and I also, I come across a lot of people who are very similar to how I was. Like um, I was more on the introvert side but mm-hmm. one thing about me, since I knew what money was, I've always right. loved money. So, right. And I was intimidated by these, gu- you know, what we call gurus or the people yes. who were really popping online. Quotations. Yeah. yeah, with their large following. So mm-hmm. what would you say are the keys to marketing yourself online and not really getting caught up in the hype? This is such a Gary Vaynerchuk answer, but I'm going to say it anyway, because he is so on point. <laughs> self-awareness. Self-awareness is the key because it's so easy with our age of social media and all this influence. And even I have to catch myself weekly 
Like, girl, that's her lane and it's yours. Stay in it. Y'all can coexist. Like, you don't have to be like her. She don't have to overtake you. You mm. can be successful without trying to be like her, trying to be like him. And so self-awareness is the key. And the Lord has been whooping my spiritual behind with this because it's like, when I first started my business, I'm kind of backtracking, but when I first started my business, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to serve everyone, reach every client and just reach the masses. Yes. And I ran into some issues with that because not everybody is your client. A lot yes. of people are going to run you crazy because you're trying to please <laughs> them. And then I even pay you what you worth or really trying to listen or trust you and, and let you help them. And so not everyone, and also you can't serve everyone. Not everyone, not, you can, don't have what every client needs. You are built to help a special group of people, serve those people to the best of your ability, and you can grow in that lane. And I had to learn, you know, we got to downsize some of these services and products. You cannot do everything, sis. And it was driving me crazy to try to do everything and offer everything when it's like, that's really not who I am. And at the end of the day, God had to remind me, focus on your gifts, focus on the talents I've given you, focus on your strengths and delegate everything else. Because if it's not your thing, you're not going to really be successful in that thing. You'll be beating your head up against the wall, trying to figure it out, trying to be like that guru you saw on Instagram because they're smashing it because it's their lane. Like that's the difference. They have found what they're good at right. and they've maximized it. As long as you're trying to maximize something that is your weakness, you're going to look like a fool for a good 20 years <laughs> until you realize like, man, this ain't my thing. You can't write it ain't your thing because it's not your gift. And I really, that honestly, Amber, that just hit me like last month. God was like, listen, sis, you this not you i need you to readjust your business and not everybody gonna be with the change and that's okay growth cannot come without change and i had to learn that you cannot please everybody but what i who i do want to please is god and please myself and so um the main thing i would say to keep from being so caught up in this oversaturated media digital world we live in because it is so easy know your lane know yourself and, and do your lane well. Once you find what you're good at and you find your tribe, so to speak, you serve them to the best of your ability. And it's gonna take trial and error. I had to learn through trial and error. I had to you know, meet a couple of clients that weren't really my client. I had to run into some projects that weren't really my strong suit that I really couldn't provide anything for. And so you're gonna go through those ups and downs. You're not just gonna get it all the time. Um, and so just being gentle with yourself through that process. Sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves during the process, like, man, I didn't get that client. Man, I didn't get the sale. Man, my ebook didn't do too well. Like, you're not gonna come out the gate making 10,000 a month. Like, I don't yes. care what YouTube video done told you 30,000 in two days, they damn lying. Like, don't, don't listen to these people or people, cause they're really trying to make just a dollar off of you, honestly, to get you to buy their program. Be realistic uh -oh. with yourself. You, you're buying these courses. Girl, you're, you're buying these <laughs> courses that so I can teach you how to do 50,000 in a month. But like, you also have to think about the investments you have to make to make 50,000 a month. You gotta pay for a course, a membership program site or whatever, paying for a, a mm -hmm. ClickFunnels account or whatever, just things to pay for your business. You gotta take baby steps. Maybe you just wanna make a thousand a month. That used to be my goal. Okay, mm -hmm. I done made that goal. And maybe you wanna make 5,000 a month. Just set reachable, attainable, actionable goals for yourself. Don't get caught yes. in a quick dollar. Smart one goals, thing I love, people. Right. Let's take it back to college. Smart goals. <laughs> and one thing I love about Gary Vee, people can trash him all they want. Some people love him. Some people hate him. But mm -hmm. that man, he, he speaks truth when it comes to short-term business or long-term business. Are you trying to have a short-term or long-term business? Because when you put those two side by side, 
long-term businesses, they're willing to go through the journey and fight and deal with the valleys and deal with the highs and deal with the lows. Short-term people just want a quick high and they just want to get there fast. But what happens when recession hits? What happens when mm-hmm. things plummet? What happens when things aren't, people aren't buying courses or eBooks, and, you know, swiping a credit card on social media like they used to? You need to have a business plan that can take you years. And if you're not thinking long-term, you're not going to last. The recession is going to show you who the OGs are, you know, because <laughs> it always do. And so that's my mindset. It's just like, I want to think long-term. I don't want to chase the, a quick dollar, you know, a speedy course. I want to learn my business so I can run my business from experience and knowledge and true, like, intuition. And so those are the, the tips I would give for people who are like, well, you know, so-and-so doing it. She did it quick. Well, that's her. Like, you didn't focus on you. What can you do right now to get you to the next step? And if it's just, you know, Making an Instagram, make an Instagram, you know, little baby steps, whatever it takes for you to see progression, do that. But please don't make the rookie mistake of thinking you finna come out the gate doing 5, 10K, 20K a month. It's just not. Leave it alone. Leave leave it alone. (laughs) Leave it alone. So that's what I would say about that. And I also want to add that, you know, we're looking at these gurus, you know, especially mm-hmm. like Super Sin and, and Judy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm from New Orleans, so I know them. They did mm-hmm. not come out the gate making a million dollars a day. They, they were authentic. Mm-hmm. They, they stayed the course. Mm-hmm. They put in work. And like you yes. say, do what you know how to do. Do it mm-hmm. as, as best as you can and delegate everything else. And yep. that's why I say we're so similar because when I started um, web design, I was like, I'm a designer site for everybody. <laughs> everybody need a site? Come <laughs> to yes, yes, me too. I'll hook you up with the website. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, sis, I don't like the mm-hmm. work with this person and that person. So I can't, I can't help everybody. And right. I've learned too. You you have a specific amount of people that you would put here to serve, help them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I exactly. will. I don't care if it's a, a web designer who who doesn't do as well as me. I will send somebody to them. Says right. this is your type of this is your type of party over mm-hmm. here. This <laughs> your type of party. <laughs> yeah. This you you can have this client. Like I have no problem with Sharon, and that's why even on Facebook too. I will ask you in a quick second, what do you need? Because I've mm-hmm. learned too, people don't always need exactly what I have, but I know exactly. people can help them. Exactly. So, you know, be clear on mm-hmm. what you need and, and stop thinking that it's something shiny. Sometimes it's yes. really small and sometimes it's right within. Girl, sometimes gold-plated. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's gold-plated, child. Like, honestly, you can save yourself so much stress so in the long run by knowing yourself because you know i've run into people run into clients where it's like i'm thinking it's gonna be great and i ain't charge them that much knowing i should charge them a lot and they have a whole laundry list of stuff they want me to do and they just blow me up and they never satisfied this 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 i'm just like i thought i could help it i just i'm losing my damn mind like you have to know like don't be driven by checks because every client is not for you and you can save yourself so much stress and so much agony and so much time by just taking the time to just do that self-check like you said just like what can I do what am I good at like what do I love to do what can I go can't go a day without thinking about and that's the thing you should go all in on everything else is just noise and like you said just be delegated Mm -hmm. um because it's just gonna bring stress it's gonna be so much stress that you don't even need and so that that's what I would say 
Yes, and when you're stressed and you're an entrepreneur, it yeah. <laughs> like a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's your home. whole life around. It's just like yes. potato chips that fell on the floor. You drink it. Everything's just crashing down. Everything gets crashing and burning. Listen, like, that is, is so this? true. That is so true. Because when my business is not going good, when a client is unhappy or just Things aren't going right in my business, girl. I can't sleep at night. I be having nightmares. You know, I can't cook nothing. <laughs> the smallest thing fall in the house. I start crying. I'm just like, I'm so, like, I need my business to be centered and to be diet-driven because if it's driven by me and what I want, I'm going to drive myself on down the hill because I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to make a decision. So I just, and recently I've just been like, I need to make God like the CEO of my business and include him in everything because that's another thing. That'll keep you from comparing yourself to people. When you listen to God and you keep stay close to Him, He'll remind you every day of who you are, whose you are, and what your lane is. And if you don't put Him in the equation, you're gonna have yourself all the way out there in the wilderness, wandering around, following <laughs> every day. course, or every YouTube video. You're gonna be all over town. And so, just keeping God in the center, something as simple as that really helps reduce that stress and comparison syndrome too. Well, it has been amazing interviewing you. So how can my listeners keep up with you on social media? Well, you know, your girl is on Insta. (laughs) You can follow me on Instagram um, at purely picturesque, or you can type in princess rough. I don't know if you'll probably put this in like the description of the interview, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also on Twitter, but Twitter, I really just be retweeting memes. Don't follow me on there. My YouTube uh, channel is Walk the Walk. I do give marketing tips and talk about trends and business advice. I talk a lot about mindset on there as well. So if you like long form videos or yes, YouTube lit, videos y'all. for your business, <laughs> thank you, girl. I do post videos there. I'm on LinkedIn. I started posting more content on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is slept on. So that's another thing, y'all. Hop on LinkedIn and um, Facebook. So you can follow my business Facebook page on Princess Rough Marketing. Mm-hmm. And that's R U F F, right? Yes, ma'am. Well, this has been another fire episode of Plug Talk with Amber, meant to inform and inspire. Remember, you're the best to ever do it. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Yes.